Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Empire. You thought you knew, but you have no idea. It's the urban sports scene. Listening to the urban sports scene with Wole, Ray Jeezy, and Will T, and we are part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. What's going on, fellas? They're trying to box me out. <laughs> What's happening? What you mean? They're trying to box me Who's out. Who's trying to box you out, man? Who? Is? DMV, my supp- my supposed brothers, partners <laughs> are making road trip plans without me. Will they're T, not having, they haven't involved me. They're trying to box me out. So today. I will not be boxed out on this show. I will dominate the airwaves by cutting off both of these men during this show. Okay. But it, I don't what care. You, I don't really care what you're trying to say right what, now. What right? you're saying okay. does not you're change. You're trying to box me out. And that's, and that's By cool. the way, are you still that's Eagles cool. fan? I'm, I'm you, did you return to the Eagles? Okay. I'm an Eagles okay. I was just wondering because we had a great Super Bowl and then we got the greatest news, potential news. Well, you heard about Showtime Boxing. That's bad news, actually. Well, uh, is that Showtime Boxing might go away. February yeah, 23rd, um, Paramount Plus yeah. may, 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 may drop it. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. But what, better news, fellas. Quote, NBC Sports is prepared to make an aggressive yeah, offer to know, win bro. back NBA know, rights bro. after I, more than 20 years. I, I, I That's wanted, nostalgic I right there. I wanted to make that a topic. The, the czar, that. Mike Fratello, Steve Snapper Jones, Bill I mean, Walton, bro, but, but, Marv Alp. The nostalgia is coming back. It, but is that the song so relevant? Is that still the song? The song, the song I mean, itself. I mean, the only thing people, I, I'll say this: NBC does a. They've done a great job with the Olympics. Yeah. They've done a great job when covering football, um, football NFL yeah. on Sunday, and also um, college football with note cover, covering Notre Dame. Yes. Um. So I don't think it's too much, too far out of the realm of you know them doing a great job with the NBA. But I will ask you this question, Ray, because there's. There's a generation like our generation. We it. hit we hit that theme music. It's nostalgia, yeah, right? Man. But those names you named, they're kind of old. Will that resonate with younger people? Maybe, but here's the thing: Will everything recycles, bro? Look at the haircuts people got today. We never thought that was coming back. <laughs> the New Jack City haircuts wasn't coming back, but they're back. Brand, I, Brandon Jennings brought it back. Very everything very recycles itself. We were wearing big baggy clothes for a long time. Now everybody's wearing their clothes fitted tight. <laughs> You Anthony Davis height, you got on high waters and they're pretty much tight. Like this is what this is what this generation does. So when we educate these folks, YouTube is such a great tool. It is though, man. They will understand like how it really was. Look, I put this out there in a group chat and somebody hit me back. Like the intro music on NBC was the best. Gearing up for Chicago at the Garden game versus the Knicks. Got you pumped up for the game just by itself. Now we gotta listen to Doris Burke. So I, that, that's I like what they doors. said. I like doors. I, I do like too. Doors. That's what like this per, that's what this person said. They, 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 trash. they don't like that. they trash. They don't like doors. Like that. They trash. <laughs> I, 
I just think the ESPN does a terrible job. A terrible job. I, I like Mike Breen. I like uh, yes, I think Jeff Van team, Gundy think, and, and, and Mark I like, Jackson. I like that team. I know. I think you can. With, with, my thing is, I think you could take some of them over to NBC. That's the I same the thing. This, that's better, the same thing this man. person said. I think the production would be better. Think about Sunday Night Football with Ronnie Harrison. Anybody they bring in, it works. Mm-hmm. It just works. They they lost some people. It still works. So NBC, I think, is the right place for basketball. That, that's what we need. I want the music back. I, I want the music back. The music alone. I just don't want Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. I'm on NBC. No, we don't. We don't I don't want Stephen no, A. I mean, Smith he, on I'm mean, not going to mention him by he, name, though. No. He, he is. Cool. Yes, he is ESPN. So, so stay he's there. Not, he's he's, not he wouldn't go to NBC. Good. But like Maria Taylor is at, is at NBC yes, now. She, she, she would cover the NBA. I could see Jalen totally jumping ship and going over with her to NBC. NBC, I'm campaigning for it. It would be amazing. Like I said, it, it capped off what was a great weekend with the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then Juju Smith-Schuster Juju Smith had, the, had the tweet of the year. Controller, <laughs> that man. joke was hilarious. That, man's the troll, that, that, dude that was controller. hilarious. No, he's hilarious. Don't, don't get it twisted. That wasn't funny? But he's petty. No. He's petty uh, trolling. I know, I know you're different, though. No, I mean, no. It's not Serious, cuss out waitresses it's and stuff. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Bring it back. That's young. That's, that's back. Buffalo Wild Wings, Will that's T. That, that, that's who this is. The that's Black Militant. That's what Wally used to call him. Yeah, call that, <laughs> he like, who want funny me? <laughs> Cat Williams. That's oh, Will man. T. You mad at breakfast, bro? Like, chill out, man. Like, like, no, bro. The memories, man. <laughs> you game banging on bacon? <laughs> I mess with our younger selves, man. So, it was so different. I like, don't. I, I, I like who I've evolved into. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, I go without go the right mind. <laughs> Gole wants me back like in basketball. But other than I that, do, man. I, be I don't troll anybody no more. I'm more introverted these days. I don't know. I, I like when you troll people. You make it fun at times. Yeah. Especially when you play basketball. I, like when you I, I, I think I did enough of that to where I, I can't even see myself engaging that type of behavior anymore. That sucks. And right. NBC is coming back. So it's maybe Ray will too. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hopefully. Hopefully. But Showtime Boxing, we, we want to keep that. So if That's they, all we got left. If they leave, they bring back HBO at least? No, because think about it. Like HBO is going to, in, in the spring, will yeah. be merged with um, Discovery. That's mm-hmm. right. Discovery Plus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Nobody I mean, wants boxing, bro. Well, it's, it's because no. of the bad business. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to put it, if it's going to be strictly on streaming, yeah. mm-hmm. then... Paramount I Plus, maybe. I don't necessarily think it'll be profitable for I don't even want Paramount Plus. I know. Look at the zone and, and ESPN Plus. People don't want to subscribe to that. Yeah, for boxing, no. Not for boxing. I mean, it would help with piracy, possibly, right? Maybe. Because that's the biggest issue with boxing. Like, so many people still box. You're still going to find a way. Well, they got that. You see that? You see that? Crit? <laughs> see, you you part of the problem, bro. You part, you part of the problem, Wale. We gonna move forward though, but we'll see what happens. Especially because now it look like, look, and Will T, I'm a give, I'm a give Will T his flowers right now. He texted us back then. He said, I ain't getting excited about Tank Ryan Garcia until I see a press conference. He said, Y'all falling for the Kool Aid, and I was like, Come on, Will, let's have some optimism, man. But Delahoya was BSing the whole time, and. Tank sent him back something about the rematch. Like, y'all can have the production. Yep. And Delahoy still saying his problems. So, I would still like to see Ryan Garcia fight Regis program and lose. <laughs> I would. Anyway, sorry. I'm done. No. We, we argue with Willis Flowers. He is right about it. Will was right about that. Yeah, I see, I acknowledge when you're right. That's all I'm saying. I don't need yeah, to get I was right about Eric B. Enemy, too. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge. What? what? 
I did send everyone a text saying, watch out for Eric the Enemy coming. Will, you be late on things. <laughs> you think you're on time, nah, nah, bro. I said, y'all, I'm not anything, bro. Let's go. We here. I sent it on the text. I know that. Box him out. Box him out, Will. Months. Months. Oh, you said months? Oh, months ago. Months ago. Okay, if you did, I'm not going to deny it then. So I'm oh, maybe you did. I yeah, let me acknowledge again. If you can find the evidence, I'll, yeah. I'll totally support it. Because yeah. I, I don't have no problem acknowledging either one of you guys. Yeah, acknowledge Will. Acknowledge him. I love it. <laughs> Roman. <All right. laughs> hey, Amp Power Media hosts multiple DMV Sports podcast shows, such as the John Kahn Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders Insider John Kahn, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. Hey, you subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. This show can be found on Podcast DC. <laughs> The local app with hundreds of options in news and health right here in the DMV region. Download the podcast DC app to hear the urban sports scene as well as other Empire shows which produce great content. Don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Will T. Let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. We'll discuss the Washington Commanders interviewing Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator at 820. We'll talk about the Chiefs defeating the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Finally, we'll talk about the legacy of Nats owner Ted Lerner. Lerner passed away on Sunday. Rest in power. You know what I'm saying? So, let's get right into it. It was reported that the Washington Commanders will in, will be interviewing Super Bowl champion offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy on Thursday. Uh, thoughts, Will T? Bullshit. Dang, bro. No, I mean, I, I think <laughs> I think it's BS that he has to oh. literally take a lateral. Some oh, would say a oh. lateral job. Oh, okay. I wouldn't even call it a lateral job. I would say it was, it's a step down in jobs, right? Yeah. Because you think about you being in a, in a Super Bowl franchise, mm-hmm. leading one of the best offenses over the past three to four years, and now you have to come to Washington, a team that does not necessarily have the resources that Kansas City had from a playmaker, from a playmaker perspective, and you have to go improve and join a franchise that's Kind of, that's not kind of that is in flux with a reported sale, um, a, a reported sale and a possible change of ownership that may be coming up at the either be, before the season starts or sometime after the season starts or during the season. So, but but that's neither here nor there. If Eric if Eric B. were to join um, Ron Rivera's staff as the offensive coordinator, I think that it would bring some um, excitement and and uh, new ideas to this to this office. And I'm, I'm interested in seeing how his play calling will mesh up with someone like Sam Howell because we know Howell is right now technically the QB1 because he's the only QB that's signed as of now. Culture change has been a difficult aspect of the job for Coach Rivera. He thought it was going to be something he could definitely do coming in as a minority and just – coming in with fresh ideas, having some recent success by taking an MVP quarterback to the Super Bowl. But he's had a difficult time. And I think Eric Bieniemy is actually coming from an organization that Washington would strive to be yeah. or, or want to look like. First of all, they kept their Indian name. <laughs> you didn't. And I know, I know that some people don't like the name, and I get it, Will T. I know you're part of that, that, that party. But at the same time, that's something I didn't like. But he, coming from there, you have uh, a franchise quarterback. When has this – Franchise had one of those. And an offense that puts up a lot of points. So aiding the culture change is something that's critical. And whatever key components you can add, 
Eric Bieniemy, I think, is definitely should be one of those for the simple fact that even if he wasn't always calling plays in Kansas City, the fact that he was in that environment and five conference title games, two Super Bowls, he cannot do anything but help you. Two Super Bowl wins. Two Super Bowl wins. Yeah. Three, three Super Bowl, Bowl appearances. appearances. Yeah, I think he can do nothing but help you. And from what all the reports are saying, he was instrumental in that comeback in the Super Bowl this past week. Yeah, for me, about I hate the narrative. This is something that Will's talk referring to. I hate the narrative of that, you know, the play calling thing. I hate that narrative, right? Because Andy recalls plays everywhere he's been. He's done He's done that. Doug Peterson, we don't talk about Doug Peterson. He didn't call plays for Andy Reid. Go ahead. So I think there's one fallacy in a lot of the reporting that's kind of out there when yeah. it comes to Eric B. Yeah. Prior to this year, Eric B. Last year, Eric B. Enemy had total autonomy on the play calling of over final say on play call, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know. Now he signed another one-year contract this year. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's the case this year, but we do know that the one element that changed the direction of the Super Bowl, which was um, when Kansas City in the second half being inside the five, being inside the 10 or 5-yard yeah. line, when those those fake jet oh, man, screens, so that that was his. Those are great that, plays, that, man. That was that was something that he he came up with. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, like I don't like the narrative that you know everywhere it's Andy Reid has been, he's been the primary play caller. Suppo- you know, supposedly he's been the primary play caller, and we don't question these other individuals. Like we don't question Frank Wright. We don't question Matt Nagy. You know what I mean? Like he went to and he went to Chicago and and probably had gave Mitchell Trubisky his best year under his, his tutelage because he went to sh- the Chicago under Matt Nagy went to the playoffs twice. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, we don't qu- – we're questioning Eric Bieniemy, But that's neither here nor there, right? I get a, I get annoyed with that, that whole narrative about Eric Bieniemy. But for Washington, it's, it's definitely a situation that you got to have this guy. Like Will mentioned, the Super Bowl. If you watched the Super Bowl, you saw those plays in the red zone. That just showed you in terms of how, how to set a defense up. Eric Bieniemy did that. And you've been be- – and if you're a Washington fan, you've been begging for that type of play caller because you saw – you know, the, the issue with Scott Turner was he was predictable. When you saw something with Eric Bieniemy in the Super Bowl, in the biggest game of the year, that man was unpredictable, and he set, he set that Eagles defense up. Um, that's a guy, and you look at Washington's skill position, you got three wide receivers that a lot of people are enamored with, two of them who were two starters. Ocho Cinco came out and said that you can have a, you can have a Terry McLaurin and a uh, Jahan Dotson as a duo. It was amazing. Then you add Curtis Sam, you have – Weapons on the outside. For the issue is that obviously you need you don't, you don't have Patrick Mahomes, but Eric Bieniemy had a Alex Smith and gave him his, and they had their best season. So mm-hmm. you can do this with a Sam Howe. So to me, like there are weapons here for him to be successful. So that's not the issue with, with it for him for him. But obviously you're not having a Patrick Mahomes, so I get that. But I think because I have faith in Eric Bieniemy because all the things I've mentioned about, about the other individuals under the under the Andy Reid tree that he could be successful here. Yeah, like I, I, I just I, I hate the the narrative that. Um, but he should be. He should have a head coaching job. I want to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, he should. Heck yeah. yeah. I just want to put that out there. He should. Like I agree with I agree with Will. Like he should have a head coaching job. Yeah, I, I just hate the narrative that you know um, this guy has to come take a lateral or a step back. Yeah. To prove himself, where like you said, you had Matt Nagy who went on t- who. Wasn't the primary call he for once for the for the latter half of the season before the latter for the latter half of the season um, before that he was hired as the Chicago Bears coach he had play calling responsibility mm-hmm. because Andy Reid turned it over to him yeah. but other than that during this time Andy Reid was the primary play caller 
Then you had Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson was the offensive coordinator under Andy Reid. He got the job with the Eagles, and we know what he went on to do yeah. as the won a Super Bowl, and we've seen what yeah. he's done in um, in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. So the re- so I I I don't I, I don't know what it is um, that he isn't doing in those interviews or what he hasn't put forth um, that owners have a question of him for him about. But if I were Eric Bieniemy, man, I would not. I no, I wouldn't. You know. I would not take another offensive coordinator position just to prove yeah. that I'm a potentially good head coach. I will say this though, like it, it, within that, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist within this situation. Mm-hmm. You have, you've had it from day from the beginning, and I mentioned it on the Big Doug show. They mentioned reporter mentioned Eric Bieniemy coming to DC early. Then you had Ian Rapport mentioned it. Then you then you had um. You had, uh, I want to say it's Albright who mentioned it. Then you also, I think you, I think it was Adam Schefter who mentioned it as well. Like so you had all these reporters who, who pretty much put it out there. I'm under the belief that something has been promised to him, like that is different from any other situation. Because I just think that what we saw in the Super Bowl, what we've seen in terms of model consistency, that even the Ravens, look at the Ravens. I'll use the Ravens as an example, right? Let's use the Ravens as an example. People say that like the, the the Georgia dude was like their their they're the person they're truly targeting. But you if you're the Ravens, you're gonna take like to me, Eric B. Enemy combined with Lamar Jackson, it's a winning situation. But I mean they've already filled that. No, I'm saying no no. Yeah. I'm saying they they but I'm saying like I feel like something was, was told to Eric B. Enemy. Like I think something was promised to Eric B. Enemy, different from the Ravens situation. For instance, he can go to he can go to Baltimore, right? Be real, mm-hmm. he can go to Baltimore. Say he balls out. They they get to the playoff. They go to the Super Bowl, right? You're only getting Eric Bieniemy for one year. It's not a really, it's not a win situation with John Harbaugh. He can't take over for John Harbaugh. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he can't. In DC, let's keep it a buck. He could possibly take over for Ron Rivera. He could. That's the rumor. That's that, what I'm that Ron Rivera is going to move to the front saying. office. Like he could take over for Ron Rivera. That's the thing. Like there is something different in this situation compared to some of these other situations that you're referring to. That's fine and dandy, but we do but we do know this. Um, it's been reported, I believe, last week, mm-hmm. last Friday, if I'm not mistaken, that Josh Harris took a tour of the commander's yes. facilities, yep. right? For those who aren't aware, Josh Harris is um, a guy who's bidding for um, mm-hmm. this team. So what happens with, with a change of ownership? You know, even if, you know, if he comes here and Ron Rivera says, hey, I see myself transitioning to the front office and I want you to be the guy. Yeah. But if a new ownership comes in, then all of that gets kiboshed. Yeah, but all right, so all right, to, to your point, you heard what Sean Payton said. What's that? About D.C. Sean Payton said that he was interested in coming to D.C. because an owner, a owner already who had an opportunity was thinking about by, who is, who's in the bidding came to him and said that, all right, we, we, want, we want you. We'll have your host. You bring your own team, your own staff, and you'll come to DC. He he talked about it. Like he oh, talked yeah. about me a row. He talked about this. Who's to say that's not happening with Eric Bieniemy? That's that's my thing. Who's to say that's not happening with Eric Bieniemy? There's to me. It feel, I, I feel like it's to your point. Why would you leave Kansas City? I'm gonna keep it a buck. Why would you leave Patrick Mahomes for DC? Really though, real like if you're like if you're really if you if he does come here, why would you leave Patrick Mahomes for DC? Real talk, like real talk. So the the only reason why is because there's a perception out there that you are not um, at as that you aren't qualified or you don't have the ability to scheme up and call an offense. Mm -hmm. While under under Andy Reid, 
I just want to let y'all ponder this. If he's the best option, the enemy, why is people around the league, including the former quarterback, Robert Griffin III, stumping for Greg Roman? Why is that the case? I mean, well, I mean. That's his skill set. That's, that's Griffin's that, skill set, though. I'm, well, I'll say this. Maybe because he played I, for him? No, I, I, yeah. The yeah. I, I, um, only reason I would say he's stomping for Greg Roman is because Greg Roman developed an offense around a quarterback with his similar skill set yeah. and who some people say some people will say had similar deficiencies, right, as RG3. St- some people yeah. will say that. You talk about it, uh, Lamar? Call, no, Colin Kaepernick and Lamar. Okay. Mm. Um, so some people will say, and he also played for mm-hmm. Greg Roman, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that could be why, you know, RG3 is going so hard for Greg Roman. Mm. Um, I will say this. Um, over the past, what, three or four years, or was it two or three years that Greg Roman was the um, office, yeah, office coordinator like in three? Baltimore? Is it, two? is it two years? I mean, look, no, I want to say two. I'll, let me look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. Um, I'll look it up. One thing that we did not see was progression in that offense yeah. where, with regards to passing. the pa- pass, the pa- He's um, the been passing with them. scheme. He's been with Baltimore since 2019. Yes. And he before that he was the uh, tight ends coach, and he and then he, he got he got promoted. No, no, he got promoted from senior offensive assistant and tight ends coach to assistant head coach no. and tight ends coach. Oh, and now he's the offensive coordinator. No, demoted from like where he was in like in San Francisco because he was the offensive coordinator. In San yeah, he was. Right? South, that, no, that's coordinator. what I mean. I'm talking about like prior. To well, he left before. San Fran and went to B- Buffalo. Buffalo, and, and he was off OC there, and then yeah, didn't OC work out. Too, yeah, so and that's when he went to Baltimore, and then he basically went yeah, down, and then back came up. back up. Got you. Okay. So that is a lot of experience, a lot of different offenses. He's seen a lot. I was just asking that question because I'm just trying to figure out. Is there any type of controversy? Because if something's being promised, Eric being me, then that's something we should know for the simple fact that there is another name out here. And there are legitimate people, sources, saying that this is the right move if you go Greg Roman's way. Everyone is like, so in terms of the reports, their number one one is Eric being me. That's their number one. That's their number one. Like, Wash is number one. Okay. That's the sources that, like, he's the one that they want. Like that's what Ian Rappaport reported. Like he's the one they want. So you interview Greg Roman just to, just in case as a backup plan. Just okay. in case. Okay. You gotta always contingency plan. Yeah, I guess exactly. Oh, well, interesting. I, 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 I want Eric Bieniemy to get a job it. because I want him just to at least get the opportunity to fail. Chip Kelly and others they got opportunities, multiple opportunities, even though they clearly weren't cut out to coach at that level. Yeah. Same thing with Lane Kiffin. For yeah. whatever reason, people were enamored with him, in spite of the fact Daniels, that he struggled. Daniels and- Look at McDaniels. It's just not fair. It's not. It's Josh like he should. Even if he bombs, just give him the opportunity to at least do that. I don't care if you fire him after one season. Give him the chance. And, and this, the issue that I have with, like, every people on Andy Reid tree are successful. Absolutely. I don't even get that. I don't, like, I don't even get the whole – I've seen bad – put like this. I've seen bad press conferences from folks who've gotten jobs – I, I, I wonder how the you know what you could even be Nick called. Seria- Nick Seriani. Nick Seriani had, had a horrible. Seriani probably had the horrible worst introductory press, press conference. Horrible. You tell me he can interview. You can tell me he can interview for real. From what I saw in that, pre- I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, listen, I'm not trying re- to call the, one out. I'm just saying I don't know. The reality is when it comes to people, when it comes to hiring, people mm-hmm. have biases. There you go. People yeah, often sure. want people who. Represent them. Jeff or, Saturday. Or sim- Jeff Saturday. Or similar to them. <laughs> Who they vibe. Who there they it vibe. is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's self-explanatory when you think about that. But there's so much 
controversy around the league right now with the refs and with who who the league prefers to be featured on television. Brady is now retired for good, Sean and Mahomes Trump. is now considered by many the new Brady, and the league is going to do whatever they can to make sure he's in the big games. That's what people are saying, and I, I don't necessarily argue with it for the simple fact that from the Charles Woodson, Woodson strip sack to now, I question the officiating, and sometimes <laughs> I'm so serious. Too, um, and no, and no, no, and no, that no, was a good call. Um, and that's that's something we'll discuss. We'll I'm right sure. Now, Matt, I'm gonna go uh, so after, after yeah, we're, we're going to take a break. The, of course, Chiefs are now Super Bowl champions. Led by aforementioned Patrick Mahomes. His his pops is hilarious. Did y'all see that dude yeah, oh my God. smoking on Philly yeah, blunts? Uh, <laughs> we'll recap the Super Bowl, and also we'll talk about the halftime show, fellas. I want to hear what y'all thought about that. It's next. All right, it's the urban sports scene. Vigus, <laughs> you dig? Deuces. On Empire Media, empiremedia.com. Did you realize that you were a champion? Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious. Mm-hmm. That's that. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Did you Wow, the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shot so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I want to lay away or deposit, my dad say, When you see clothes, close your eyelids. We were sort of like Will Smith and his son. In the movie, I ain't talking about the rich ones. Cause every summer, he'll get some brand new hair brain scheme to get rich from. And I don't know what he did for dope, but he'll send me back to school. With a new wardrobe and hey, 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 I think he did when he packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Anything I wanted, man, it seems so serious. That's that. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Listen to the Urban Sports Scene with Will Ray and myself, Ole, and we are part of Empire Media at AmpireMedia.com. All right, in Super Bowl 57, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to I'm going to start with you, Ray. Were you surprised on how the game turned out? Not at all. Jalen Hurts is a legitimate stud quarterback, and the Kansas City defense has been overrated all season <laughs> yeah. because many thought that that's why Kansas City wouldn't make it that far because the defense, of course, was not as good as what it needed to be in order to overcome some what we thought were difficult opponents. Unfortunately, I think injuries hurt teams like Buffalo and, of course, uh, self-inflicted wounds hurt Cincinnati. But they they made the Super Bowl um, in spite of their defense. But Jalen Hurts exposed them. I mean, it was, of course, a debate about the, the call at the end. But as pointed out by many analysts, there weren't a whole lot of P.I. calls or holding calls because everybody was so wide open yeah. on both sides. I don't know what happened. The Eagles really do have a difficult time I covering. Well, let you know that. Um, their pass rush has been so good, but they could not get to, to Mahomes. So on both sides, we saw receivers running wide open, but it was awesome quarterback play. I knew that it was going to be close. I actually picked Philly because, of course, I'm room for Jalen Hurts and just all that he's had to overcome. And it, it just didn't shock me that he came out to ball. Like, he always plays with a chip on his shoulder. So, to answer the question, I was not surprised at all. The That uh, Bradbury holding call on um, Juju Smith-Schuster yeah. um, is probably the main story that everyone's talking about with regards to yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. But the story that no one's really paying attention to is the condition of the field. 
Oh, my fault. That feel was terrible. Oh, everybody was talking about that too, though. That's the secondary story. Yeah. Yeah, the secondary. I don't know. Do you have people talking about it? Yeah, I saw a lot about it. Not not a whole lot, but I'll say this. Um, the the condition of the field was terrible. If you saw, if you noticed it, the one th- and it neutralized the two things that the Eagles had kind of um, ach- overachieved on this year was one their pass rush. They had a NFL record pass rush with four guys with ten with ten plus sacks. Um, so you saw guys like Hassan Reddick slipping without even getting caught, without even engaging with the Kansas City Chiefs' um, offensive line. So it neutralized it from that perspective. And two, um, one thing that, um, in my opinion, well, and some and some of the players have said this, the offensive line, the offensive line wasn't able to get a push, and we know that the two things that Philadelphia did well this season was, one, run the football, and two, rush the quarterback. Um, and two, both of those things were nullified by the condition of the field and the maintenance of the field prior to the game? For me, I mean, I was surprised because, I mean, this, how the game was going, when it was like, was it, four, was it 14 or 20? 24-14. 24-14, sorry. Philly was up 24-14. I was like, okay, this is going to be a blowout. Like, then it was like, all right, this is pretty much how, like, I was like, this is how I thought it would be. Like, I we had this discussion last week, Will. I said that if, it was a blow, if the Eagles would win a blowout, I thought that if the game got close, KC would win. I was surprised, honestly, that – I thought Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes looked healthier than I thought he would look. You know what I mean? I know he had that that scare with the tackle, um, the tackle low. Then he started hobbling off the field. Uh, but that long run he had, like he looked as mobile as he's normally looked because he's not at super fast anyway. Um, but I was surprised in that aspect. But in terms of what, like, if Patrick if Patrick Mahomes was healthy, I thought that he could do what he did against the Eagles defense. And the only reason why I say that is that, like, and I said this. By, by a lot of teams in the NFC East, but truth be told, like, that division hasn't seen quarterback play like Patrick Mahomes all season, for real. Like, we haven't. Like, the the West has a bunch of studs in terms of quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Even And even we, we see it even in the um, AFC, the AFC um, East, right, where two, you have Allen, Tua, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, but you look at the NFC, like, there's there are limited – Limited, limited quarterbacks out there. Like Kirk Cousins is probably the best quarterback that the Eagles have seen. You know what I mean? And that can go left or right. Right? You're not seeing, but you're seeing a guy who's a playmaker in, in Mahomes. Like you're seeing a playmaking quarterback. You're right. Who can make all the throws. The, the top quarterbacks yeah. are are in AFC: yeah, Mahomes, exactly. Burrow, and Josh Allen. That's true. Too. Yeah, so yeah. And, and these are playmaking quarterbacks. It's different though. Even Trevor and, Lawrence. Yeah. Put him in that discussion. Yeah. So and we and most of us either Eagles. And Washington have seen Trevor Lawrence in the beginning, right? Like we haven't seen him towards the end, the better version of Trevor Lawrence, sure. right? So like, so now when you have a playmaking quarterback who's can make plays with his legs, makes plays with his arms, who is a baller, right? Forget being safe. Like Kirk Cousins is safe, right? Like no nothing, no knock on him, but he's safe. A baller, a guy that can now extend plays, can make all the throws from any different launching point. Teams we haven't in the NFC to be real with you, we haven't seen that. The Niners saw that. Right? They saw they saw Patrick Mahomes. They got blown out. That good defense got blown out. So I'm saying, like, the whole NFC never seen a quarterback like that. But holy, my only issue was that if Mahomes was hurt, then you're not seeing the true totality of Patrick Mahomes. But he was healthier than I thought. Therefore, I was like, okay. Then when I saw how he was moving in the second half, my surprise was like, okay, now it came to a, okay, this is what's supposed to happen because you're seeing the real Patrick Mahomes. Were you guys surprised that, 
Philly was able to manage the clock the way they were without a run game. They kept surprised. they kept they kept Kansas City off the field, but they weren't running the football. Yeah, but they, they they were getting first downs. They were converting on fourth downs. I I was surprised okay. to some extent, um, but when you take into consideration, they weren't getting they they weren't using that power run game that traditionally they use with their running backs. But what they were using it with Jalen Hurts to yeah. get those True. yards and yeah. eat up the clock. True, um, it's you know it it, it kind of, it. It kind of nullified. It nullified that fact. That's the thing. I thought that Jalen Hurts. I figured. I figured that Jalen Hurts would do damage against them. So I. Felt, I wasn't surprised that against that defense. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't, I wasn't surprised they, 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 that they won the time possession, even though they weren't pounding pounding the rock with their with like Sanders and whatnot. And whatnot. But I am surprised they didn't feature Sanders in a lot, though. I am surprised with that, though. I was surprised about that. Stuff he, happens. He, he. He. I mean, if you if you look at his his first couple of carries, he was slipping a lot. I don't. Right. I don't know if he changed his cleats. Or they he or they just said you know we're not going to feature you this game. They saw something on tape. I just don't know what the deal. I don't know what the deal was. All right, I got a uh, comment on, on our, in our chat. Uh, Mahomes, he said, my man Swill said Mahomes is filthy. Uh, <laughs> Checo isn't getting enough praise for taking the pressure off the passing game. Also, shout out to you all. Thank, appreciate you, homie. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I, brother. Yeah, I, I agree. I think yeah, Pacheco was was dope. Yeah, Pacheco was was physical, physical. Hey, and he definitely put took some pressure off Mahomes. I totally agree with you. I He's going to be a um, – I know it's too early to get, you know, thinking about next year fantasy football, but I think he's going to be a stud next year. Oh, you going to think he'll be that dude? <laughs> Pacheco, yeah. Pacheco and Tony. Ooh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, to think Tony, I think Tony going to be a problem. Put that, put that money on it. Put that money on it. Tony. I think – oh, his, 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 his kickoff return was – his punt return was huge. Uh, Tyreek Hill, of course, tweeting during the game in support of his old team. Mm-hmm. That's a sort of 180 or 360 in comparison to how he started the season where he took some shots at Mahomes. <laughs> but sometimes when you're that good, people just have to acknowledge you. Like Roman, like we said at the start of the show, third, third most watched Super Bowl in history according to the numbers, the current numbers. Um, best game in recent history. I like the Cardinals-Steelers. That, that's the one that comes to mind that, that was, that was really dope. What, what, we, what, are, what, what time frame do we have? Let, let's, let's say the 2000s. Last year's Super Bowl was pretty good too, though. When Aaron Donald made that big play and took yeah, over that drive, year, man. Year. That was pretty good. Yeah, I think we all forget. Like, this was dope. Like, don't get This Super Bowl was dope. It was back and forth to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. But I think um, even, or even in my memory, I don't think it's too far away. But wait, uh, I'm sorry. No, I'll say this. I think this is probably the first Super Bowl in a long time where we've seen two younger quarterbacks that were on the way ascending. And still playing good football. Still playing good football. Yeah. Um, make it to the make it to the Super Bowl because you think about it, man. We've seen a lot of Tom Brady. Oh God! You know we seen <laughs> Eli, Eli, same old, same old. Um, you know we had that one year where we had what well, you had those couple of years where you had Russell Wilson and you had Cam Newton, right? But who were they? they who were they facing off? They weren't so facing Brady. someone. It was Brady. Or, it was Brady yeah, or Manning. Matt Ryan was the MVP. He faced. He faced Brady. Brady Everybody too. plays Brady. Like that's the key. Yeah, I, Brady. I think this is. The, uh, this, <laughs> it was a refreshing yeah. matchup. It was, it was refreshing to see two younger ascending quarterbacks, right, um, take on each other. And plus, yeah. there were you know. The NFL does a lot with the storylines. So if you had to pick between that Cardinals-Steelers Super Bowl, Ben Roethlisberger makes just an amazing throw to win the game. Kurt Warner was playing at a high level. Larry Fitzgerald was balling that season. Anquan Bolden, like, that was a good Cardinals team. Steelers were up and coming. You know, the discussion was if the Steelers would have beat the Packers in that next Super Bowl they went to, they would be a dynasty. They would be considered a dynasty. Uh, So that Pittsburgh Steelers team, Mike Tomlin, everybody loves him as a coach. Oh, yeah. 
versus this season, of course, you got Nick Sirianna, who a lot of people like him, but some people feel like he needed to be humbled and what he oh, oh, sort yeah, of was. Yeah, yeah, and was. then you got Andy Reid, who you can't everybody help but root for Andy Reid. So Reed, what game would you pick if you had to say which one was the best? Because those are the only two that come to mind when I what think about, of in the last. Uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle versus the um, Patriots. What, Patriots? When he, yeah. That, 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 that interception, man, the, the, the Marshawn Lynch one? They had so much drama in that play because everybody thought Beast Mode was getting the ball. On that one yard line, there was so much. That's drama that's that one you could throw in there, but yeah. that's that's kind of the same old Brady stuff. If that's what yeah, you want to, oh, you talking about that, we're trying to move away from that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but you, no, I mean clearly the, 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 the most exciting ending was this was, one. No, the no, most oh, exciting oh, was, was the whole was that was the one you were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was Mike Tomlin was mic'd up, and when the Cardinals scored, which Fitzgerald remember he scored. And we were, we we actually had a Super Bowl party, man. I don't even want to think about that. I mean, no, no, not in my house, but long story. But um, no, no, real talk, because like Ron was there, it was wild. You know, he was he was a big Ben fan, like crazy. But um, what's crazy is Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was mic'd up. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why after this. Um, crazy crazy story, but I won't say it on there. Mike Tomlin was mic'd up. He said they gave us too much time. We about to go down and score and win this game. Like it was just the NFL films. You know, you watch that Steve Sable. Like the the yeah, they talking about. I'm the, I would love party. to see the the just how this game looks in the aftermath, so to speak. When you watch NFL. with the oh, sideline, like, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Because that that's that what made that game so dope. Because Mike Tomlin when he tripping when he scored, he's like we got this. Like he had that much faith in his quarterback. Yeah. Versus Atlanta, <laughs> they just straight like choked. You ain't see Dag on Dan. Dan Quinn on the side, like, oh, we got this. Brady gave us too much time. Nah, they they punked out. This is why Shanahan ain't got that Super Bowl yet. <laughs> I'm just saying as a fan. I, of course, Shanahan's that dude, man. I'm just nah, joking. I just think we all, we all, we obviously but, live in the moment. We uh, live in the present. It, a, lot, a lot of people are saying this. If they won for the Bradbury hold and and Hurts gets the ball back, it's possible overtime, whatever, I think clearly this is the best Super Bowl we had in a while. I think the Bradbury, yeah, that, that, that taints it. It did. It, it was a good call. It. it was a good call. It's a, but anyway. it's a call. I mean, it's the right call. And, and he got away with one. He got away with one early in the game. Yeah. Early. So. I don't see. It's, I don't like like. It's the right call, but do you call it? I guess that's. I guess that's the. Thing. If you, I mean, if you being consistent, you hadn't called that call. Yeah, because everybody was open though. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> it wasn't that many well, calls I mean, to call for that. I mean, if you, if because if, if, you didn't call that pass passing first, like you, like the one you're talking about, you didn't call that play yeah. all, you didn't call that. one. Yeah, so if you don't, if you didn't call it in, I, I mean, it's, it wasn't the right call. Yes, yeah. but if you're going from a consistency standpoint, no, then no, you don't. Like Is that. Mahomes the new Brady? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Did you see the picture he floating around? I'll show it. I'll show it to Will because he owns this. It's interesting how. Especially black folks, they can flip on you so fast. Like they're saying that Mahomes is mixed, so he's not really he's not wow. really black. And now the league wants him to be the savior because he. It was weird. Like I heard people saying, I was like, "Dang, go yeah. on, they they gonna flip on him like people, that." People are crazy. Um, but that. this picture, I need to I need to to pull it up so I can show Will uh, a Mahomes trading jerseys with the ref. I thought it was hilarious. Oh yes, because yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> oh wow! I was yeah. like, "Yo, yeah, social media is, is the devil, social bro. media is is off the chain." It's off the chain, and. and I think Mahomes is just that daggone good, though. He is that good. Like, Brady, Brady, like, like here's, here's something that Ryan Clark said. I ain't going to lie. I'm a fan of Ryan Clark. Um, I, I, I am, too. And he was like, when the Patriots were winning those those early Super Bowls with Brady, mm-hmm. he Brady wasn't the driving force. Mahomes is the driving force. Because the, the, the early Bowls, right? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't. He's like, Mahomes yes. is winning Super Bowls younger. And he's the driving force. Yep. Like the upside is so real. And Andy Reid is basically like, I ain't going nowhere. Like we about to 
we're about to do this as long as we can. So I don't have a problem with Mahomes being face of the league. I don't understand why it has to come down to the, these things, but I'm just, I don't know. I don't know if I should even went there for real, but I just was shocked to hear some of that. And uh, of course, people didn't like the call. So it's, it's emotional. You saw the Philly fan on social media that broke his TV, pulled it off the I wall. Was fake. Was he that trying real? to fight everybody. Is that real? That I don't crazy. know. I feel like Lil Zach. You think it's that stage? I thought it was stage. But, was but stage. how do you I know? How do you know the call was coming? Man, I thought it was a little over the top. Like some WWE yeah, promo type like stuff. I thought that was a little over the top. <laughs> so we got a couple minutes left, technically, because we, we've gone over. But I, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Read so that joint. Matt Eric on the chat said, uh, the ref got more TV time than Mahomes. Hashtag <laughs> AFC. I guess AFC championship game. Hmm. Yeah. they still on the, uh, the Bengals game. Listen, whenever you're a fan and your team loses and there's a controversial call, you're never really going to get over it. I mean, but... Like, cause the the Saints fan, they still talk about that that Rams that Rams play. Remember? Gotta, I know, but they got that was egregious that. though, bro. It was terrible, but they got away with a lot of calls prior to it. But they don't want to acknowledge them. They don't want to acknowledge those. Calls. I'm just saying, but you I never get over it though. I, I mean, the game is one thing, but there's also another element to the to the Super Bowl, which is so, the halftime. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was I, that was ahead, my segue. So, so let me ask Will you guys. Will T being assertive? No, let me let me ask, <laughs> no, let me ask you guys. Um, <laughs> Rihanna's halftime show. How did you guys feel about it? I let Will go first. All right, so don't cancel me. Um, how did I feel about it initially? Well, I'll just go out. Look, we can't even be honest. Because of the woke culture, we can't even be honest. I felt like, no, I'll be real, I'll be real. I felt like I didn't get all of Rihanna, man. I felt kind of, I felt cheated. Because I wanted to see Rihanna dance the way Rihanna dances. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I wanted provocative Deanna, Rihanna. All right, that's what I wanted. All right, that's what I wanted. Okay, that's 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 cool, right? That that's that's, that's a cool. ma- that's a male point of view. Thank I'll give you, you that. Single, thank, uh, thank you. Some my somewhat single male point of view. <laughs> um, but here's what here's what I think for real. I think last year proved that you need to have a collection. Dre, Fifty, Mary J. Blige have a collection of of great artists, and you can put on a dynamic performance. Rihanna has a lot of hits, which made her a viable candidate. But I'm just saying, she could have some people do to follow life. up. That I mean, the only jokes on social media after that halftime show last year was Fifty was fat. That was it. Other than that, everybody everybody was saying, "Dang, this was a dope halftime show." Mary J. Blige had the thighs out, you know, what I'm saying for for the males. And dude, you could have followed that up this year if you would have put Rihanna on a stage with like Kanye or Drake or somebody. Kanye, I mean, you wouldn't have. I know Kanye. Kanye. Well, Kanye would have said some wild stuff, right? <laughs> but no, I, I, that's okay. Nah, not Jay Z because Jay Z's like Tom Brady, like he's always around. They could have, they could have, they could have, they could have Rihanna has collaborated with so yeah, many people, and I think that they could have they could have paired her with some folks. Yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll say a lot of good. I'm sorry. Go I'll, I'll say this for her to be pregnant. Uh, I think the aesthetics of the performance, you know, with yeah. the with the the um, dancers and the floating um, like stage, the, the sperm and stuff yeah. around it. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. Um, but um, the, the, her hanging from the rafter and all that stuff, I think that increased the entertainment value. I will say this though, Rihanna going out there performing for 15 minutes, pregnant. pregnant. I thought she made, no. I mean, she's making it hard for a lot of women that are pregnant that's going to say, "I'm pregnant. I can't do this." That's all I'm gonna say going forward. Can't use an excuse. <laughs> I ain't going there either. Oh man, Eric, Eric said Rihanna was fine. Uh, subdued as it should be for a pregnant woman. Yeah, again, that's the yeah. discussion that came from it. Yeah. I think from entertainment perspective, according to the numbers, more people tune into the halftime show yeah. than the actual game itself. I know, I so for the NFL, they won. Rihanna, Rihanna didn't get paid. I don't understand that part. They say they, they don't pay them. They don't pay anybody. No, they, they, it's the exposure. So, yeah, so they give they do give them something for the production, mm-hmm. like to you know, 
as far as a, bu- a budget for the production, but as far as them actually receiving a check for performance, no. None so of, none are, of if you're dancing on a suit, this like you're freelancing, no, like this not, the no, biggest so, opportunity so that, in my life, so I'm going. No, nah, you no. So those people probably get paid because there's a, they're part of the production. Okay, element, okay, okay, true, true, right? true. But true, as far as the entertainer, the entertainer doesn't get anything. What well, they, what they, what the NFL's, and the NFL's rationale is: one, you're being featured on the most prominent um, live telecast of the year. That's one, and two, you will see a dramatic uptick in your, um, you know, and and people um, downloading your music. Which to me, the, the Super Bowl is just the, I don't know, it's it, it's it's the um, crescendo of capitalism. Where is the site of next year's Super Bowl? Because I want to ask you before we move on Vegas, to, to the legacy. Vegas. Oh, it's Vegas. Okay, so you in Vegas. Who, if you had the decision-making ability, would you put in that halftime show next year? It will year? not be an African-American entertainer. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I don't think so. Why? Because it's Vegas? Because no. it's Vegas. Oh, that's why? Because it's Vegas. Uh, I thought we just had a nice you, little run. You'll, 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 I mean, no, you'll, you'll see what? I thought we had a nice little run. That's why. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, I mean. It's I, not gonna be Lil Uzi or somebody, somebody well, no, who's okay, like. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> so, nah, so, so it ain't gonna be one of them news, dude. None of them new dudes. So dog. we think of, we think of, we think of urban artists. All right, um, Rihanna's off the board. Beyonce's off the board. Um, Jay Z, his, I guess his production company is. They help to decide who. The artist will be to, to perform, so he probably is off the board. You might get, I mean, Usher. Not in Vegas. Usher would be safe. Not in Vegas, though. I mean, you want him in Vegas? Again, no. you gotta, I mean, to, you gotta have. Usher's safe, though. You gotta have he's a safe. collection. If it's gonna be Usher, it has to be Usher along with Lil John and I, with this person and with that person. No, no, sir. Um, <laughs> you you have to. You to me, you have to put on a production that is going to include multiple stars. And yeah. Kendrick has, I think, he's been included before. There are people out there, but it depends on what happens over this next year. Like, who evolves as, like, the hottest artist. I mean, Drake. You can have Drake. I mean, always have Drake. You can always have Ethan. They had Travis Scott that one year and didn't really work out. didn't out. work out. So, didn't work and they had him with, paired it with, like, Adam Levine. Again, you got to you gotta have the right pairing as well. I mean, you might do Maroon 5. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, I'll take Coldplay over Maroon 5. You can take Coldplay. I mean, Cold, I don't think they'll do Coldplay, but Maroon 5. I mean, you want to get the Beatles or something, bro. <laughs> but I, 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 I would, no, I, I, I would doubt that it's, it's, if I had, to, if you asked me to put money down, I would doubt that it's going to be an urban artist. It'd be like Mariah Carey. Yeah, it'd be someone with more pop appeal that, you know, that has that Vegas oh, show. The one year is they had, they had, they had, they had NWA and um. I don't think she would do it. Was it Guns N' Roses or Aerosmith that was with NWA? Day? I mean, not NWA. My goodness, I'm tripping. Run DMC. Oh, uh, was, was it? NWA would definitely not be on the Super Bowl. It was Aerosmith. It was Aerosmith. Okay. That, that was Highway Decent. I think you got yeah. you to gotta merge the two. You can merge the two. You just got to find the right combo. You got to find the right combo. Because you can't screw that up. Man, you, do, you can do like Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Bring it back. Bring it back. Jay-Z and Linkin Park? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This, I, I'm glad I'm not in that decision-making process. Well, but it's, Ve- Jay-Z, it's Vegas. Jay-Z is. <laughs> it's Vegas. Yeah, it's, like you said, Ray, it's Vegas. It's Vegas, and you know. But you gotta do it big, though. It's Vegas. You still gotta do it big. Cause it's probably gonna be one of the more like intent, one of the most intense. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's, you gotta do it big. So, so it's got, it has to be a big act. It's gotta be a super big. Urban act. sport. I'm I'm announcing it now. Urban sports scene in Vegas. We're gonna be on uh 
Super Bowl. What is it, Media Row? Oh, Media Row. Yeah. I don't want to be there. I don't care about that. It's all about HB, it's all about HBCUs at this point. Folks, I know. Some, I know some folks who've who done Media yeah, Row. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And they leave before the Super Bowl. Yeah, they all they all do. They all do. Yeah. We should go out there. I, I mean, to be a good network. Yeah. It's a good it's, it's Vegas. Yeah. It's Vegas. Yeah, I might have to consider that. Shout out, shout out to Boxing Music Jump. <laughs> yeah, no way. We can like we can hit him up. Yeah. Look at, look at where you stupid. Nah, nah. I, <laughs> are you still asking the legacy question or, or, or no? No, nah, we're not doing that. Okay. We're done with that. All right. Nats owner Ted Lerner passed Sunday. We'll talk about his legacy. This is the last break. topic right here? Yes, yep. the Urban Sports oh, man. For ages. You did. Deuces. Or Empire Media. EmpireMedia.com. <laughs> still in Yesterday, Yesterday All my troubles seem so far away Now it seems as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly Yes, sir. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. And kind of back to the DMV now, fellas. Uh, Sunday, Nats owner, Ted Lerner, he passed away from complications of pneumonia. 97 years old. I already kind of know the answer, or at least partly the answer to this question, but still, what was his legacy? Will T. He revitalized the Navy art um, by break, by putting the stadium down there, um, for one. And two, he brought a championship to D.C., something that uh, – D.C. had been longing for, you know, prior to the Capitals winning the championship. What was it? Um, when, the Caps, when the Caps won it? Yeah, because the Nationals won it in 19. The Caps won it in what? Was it 18? Yeah, it's, it's like best back to back. I believe so. 18? Like, Yeah, I thought it was like 17 or 18, something yeah. like that. Um, this had been a town that has been long. Steven Strasburg absent from reporting day. Come yeah. on, man. What are you yeah. doing, bro? Yeah. I mean, all right. All right. But sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but you know, this this is a town that had longed for a championship, longed for someone to root for. Right. You know, it's a very long spring and into summer until um, football season starts. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Nats for um, multiple years captivated this region. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably from. 2012 through 2019, they captivated this region. They gave this region something to support, and some you know, uh, someone to or a, a team to support um, during those long um, stretches of spring and summer. Um, he'll be, you know, so to sum it up, you know, he'll be um, remembered for bringing a 
bringing baseball back to D.C. Um, in spite of Peter Angelos, revitalizing the Navy Yard and bringing a championship to D.C. Um, I'm going to remember him for like shutting down H2O and the Zanzibar because we don't have it anymore. And I used, to, I used to love him. I used to love that place. That is a ninja. <laughs> but also in terms of the sports aspect of it, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I, I don't, I never gotten why certain national fans, Nats fans have like kind of soured on Lerner to a certain extent. Like he's got him a championship. I felt like, you know, he always had them trying to compete. Yes, they lost players, but they always tried to sign other players to replace those players. Absolutely. It may have not have been at this, you know, the same player, but to a point was a really good player to help you win baseball games. So I, you know, if you look at it on the flip side, like, again, I'm an Orioles fan, I'm a Baltimore fan. Like, Angels didn't try. <laughs> he doesn't try. Unless it, unless it falls in his lap, then he's like, okay, let me add a couple players. But when you look at Lerner, if, if I felt like with that team, Lerner and Rizzo, like, they always, like, they may lose to Bryce Harper, but it's okay, we have a good farm system, and we're able to pay certain players to help had, out. Had, had a good you know, farm system. You know what I mean, I had a good farm system. We can sign a couple other players to help these, help these younger players, and we can win a World Series, you know what I mean? So I just felt like, as an owner, you can do much worse. And so to me, his legacy is he brought a championship to D.C. He did, and I thought he did it in a way where, if you look at some of the other owners in this area, he wasn't as bad as some of the other owners. I think to just say something different from what y'all said, because I think Will captured it the best. He provides the most enjoyable stadium experience out of the Ooh, three major owners. Very good point. FedEx is not the best experience. We know that. That, that speaks for itself. Uh, MCI, Capital, whatever the heck we want to call it. Capital One Arena. We, I mean, yeah, I know yeah. that. The phone booth, what Verizon are, Center, man, whatever you want to call it. It's there for the Capitals, though. It's there for the Capitals, though. It, I'm just saying, again, there is some question marks yeah. as is, is this the best stadium experience? No, I get you. No, I get you. But I know Can Meals is dope, and, and that is something that it stands alone. But Nationals Park is a great experience. And Will T, you've been to multiple games. You've taken, you've taken your nephew, your son, I don't mean to put all your business out there. But I'm just it's saying, you, it's a family experience, yeah. experience. And if you like taking your family, that speaks volumes to me. Yes. And Arthur Blank, it gives me chills because Arthur Blank is an owner that I respect, not just because I'm a fan of his team, but because he sells things cheaper. He makes yes. it just fan and family friendly. And I think that Taylor Leonard nailed that in, in the nation's capital, especially in comparison to the, the other professional team owners. I agree. Well, there are only two other team professional team owners. Oh, That's what I was talking about. The other ones are trash. Oh, to dang. Them. Damn. <laughs> the offense isn't trash. I know what I said. The other ones are trash compared to him. He don't care about winning in basketball, though. He cares about hockey. Basketball, he cares he about making money. Like, he made $90 million in revenue Look, last year, all the way. Will, what did you just say? Like, now I'm going to a whole different topic. What did you say about who is, who, is their new, who is their GM right now, the Wizards? Tommy Shepard. So what is he basically, though? He's Ernie Grunfeld, two point what? Yeah, he of hired, course. And who hired him? There you go. <laughs> he don't care about basketball. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not big care. on winning in basketball. Um, he's he's content with the Mystics getting the chip, and also he's content with the caps. The caps. Yeah. Um, I will show him love for monumental sports and all the people he employs. Yeah, I like and that. also yeah, like the the arena in Southeast. He wanted to make sure that he yeah. he started business on that side of town. So, yeah. Taylor is not a bad person. I'm not saying trash. Well, Lay said that. Said trash. He recorded it. I'm just saying in terms of the stadium. Revocation. Revoke. <laughs> your, oh, your yeah. The, the, in turn, <laughs> you just got back good. <laughs> in, ter- in terms of the stadium experience, I think the Nats ranks number one. Um, I don't 
really Wole, you should be the one going to soccer games. That's your roots. <laughs> so you <laughs> could give us. No, no, no. That one, that one, that's serious. It was. Who, who's for who's? I mean, well. Y'all done messed my thought process up. That was okay, Will T, we're going to go to the soccer stadium, bro. We're going to go to a deep... Exactly. We're going to go there to judge... Thank you for telling me the name of it. We're going to go to the judge the stadium experience to compare it to the other ones. That's the only other stadium. That's amazing. I love it. American football, Wole. You already know what it is, bro. Ready for all my roots. I love it. Behold roots. Nigerian roots. <laughs> I could go with rice Paco roots. <laughs> I know that's why. That's why I said it wasn't like a big joke. It wasn't. I I still loved it, bro. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. We had Manny Chikoba on. Remember, and you were like, "Bro, you don't like soccer? Like, <laughs> we're going against what we were raised to know in our culture." So that, that that's kind of what I got to remember. What? You that. We all gonna go to the soccer stadium together. That, how about I that? Definitely, I definitely go. I started. Won't we'll let you down. <laughs> Well, they ain't one of the folks that wake up to watch World Cup matches. I did. Yeah, I mean, I watched, if, look, I, I watched single match, man. <laughs> nah, you, you didn't watch the final? Nah, man. I, I told you. He, he, see, look at the Will T face. I'm terrible. Dog, that might have that, been. You a disgrace. You a disgrace. I'm a disgrace. That was the first soccer game. This show that has I failed the culture. <laughs> Will, Will T used avocado oil to make Jonah Rice, and you ain't. <laughs> man. Oh hell yeah! You didn't even fail the so that might that way. might be number one on the list as a failure. What? what? Your Jollof rice recipe. Nah, never post Dude, that. He liked it. It was fire. Nah, it was fire. As long as you, as long as I ate. Look, real talk. As long as he liked it. There is Jollof rice seasoning in the store. There is. I know. I got a couple just to, just a backup. I got a backup one just when I put it in my. Why rice. you bought that, man? You you really slipping? No, no. I do it as a backup. I do my regular and I do it as a backup on top. I like to add it to. I made it a whole different nah, flavor with it. Just all natural. You don't buy the bootleg. No, no. You don't I, buy the bootleg dashikis, no, 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 though. No, no, no. You buy the authentic. The original, $300 you I spent on that. I original. I want a different, I want a, another kick, so I add a little bit of it just to add to it. You know, I try to be, you know, I try to Okay. Do do. Capital City Memo Sauce. That's the equivalent, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> that's if I, no, no. I'm, no, it'd be equivalent. False. If I, that'd be, no, false. He'd be the carry-all. Like, I got this no, as a background. No, no. Exactly. 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 You can use that at home, but you know, the carry-out is when you get your mumbo saw. Don't be taking that with you. Like, I got it as a backup. Hey, man. That's the equivalent that right there. dope. I take that thing to like, the parties and stuff, and I make my loaf <laughs> rice. But that my recipe goes on it. Uh. On it. Like, who made that? Right here. Right here. Oh, man. I tell you. National, National's Park. Best, best stadium experience. And and they have they got bars around. It's a yeah. good it's a good spot location. Like he did the thing. I can't remember. Thing. That's it's that's cheap. his no, legacy. Is it, for me. Is, it, is it like cost? Of, is it cost? Of it's affordable. It's affordable. It's affordable. Definitely. And then it it's has not like other ones, access right? to the metro. It has everything you want. If you want to park, you can you can park. But beware. Yeah. It's just the this is some DC it, stuff it wasn't going at first, on. Though. It wasn't like that at first though. Nah, it wasn't. It's gotten nice a little bit. It's gotten a little bit worse over time. Cause if I had to pick one, I'm picking. I'm, I'm, I, that's the, that's where I'm gonna go for. He's my my son doesn't like baseball, so he's like, I'm not going. Like I don't care. I don't care if they're giving out free stuff. I'm not going. It's not like baseball at all. They give him a PS5. He'll go. Baseball's like that, bro. You should like. Yeah, he, like ain't, he ain't feeling it. You should like soccer. I should. I so just don't, can't. don't don't do it. Yeah. My dad told me that too. I, <laughs> I tried, man. I tried to walk. I, I just couldn't do it. It's just not. It's actually exciting. Uh, it is. It's exhilarating. I mean, all, like, for the me, build up. It used to be like all this to score one point. Oh, that's what that was my mentality. <laughs> yeah, so, that's what it was like. All this, but to score it's one so point. much bigger than scoring. It you is know? though. Just like, just like, so just like tennis. It's the strategy. Yeah. 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 Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. 
I should be better, a better person. It's, it's, I, I it's, it's what, this country. You Americanized. That's all. But I won't even lie. I won't even lie. Like I, well, I watched. I didn't watch a single part of the World Cup. My brother was like, "Did you watch? It was a great game. It's a classic." I was like, "No, nah, I ain't watching." No, nah, that, that that's the first soccer and game then, I, I mean, watched from start to to yeah, end. I heard, it, I heard it was really good. I heard it was an excellent Greece versus match. France. Yeah. And, and, and I heard the back and forth scoring. To, yeah, to see Messi lose so early on, Messi. like the upsets, it was almost NCAA tournament. Like Nigerian was George Templeton. Get your man, bro. Nigeria wasn't in the World Cup, so I really didn't care. I didn't, it wasn't even interesting. They never make it because of politics, though. They, they didn't two years. It's country last, politics. They made it before. They made it recently. I'm not saying they, I'm just saying they never going to make it like far. Yeah, recently they haven't. Like recently they had a lot of politics. They don't, they don't advance. They did. Just same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, how do you know? How do you know? You watch? I watched that. I watched them. <laughs> Cam- I watched them. Cameroon, same thing. Um, the best African country that I've seen is Senegal. You know, like they always consistently dope. I wish they would win it. Yeah. I root for the underdog, even though I love France. We do good too. We I love France. Just good Senegal. And, and a, lot, a lot of the French players are from Nigeria or Africa. Yep. What's from Africa, man? What's the Ted Lasso? <laughs> All right, y'all did it. Double Amen. double fish from checkers. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, before we, before we hit up Zanzibar, oh, since you mentioned that. it, I did, man. That was that, that used to be the. That's I, how I you, that's how and, that's how I soaked my alcohol. Yo, up. yo, the one in Greenbelt, like the checker. That's that one stays late. That checker stays uh-huh. late. I, I that I get my double my double fish sandwiches from there, man. What's it called? Double what again, right? I don't know. It's I haven't eaten that in so long. Popeyes got their their their, their uh, fish Popeyes, sandwich back right now. They got they do, but I'm not even eating that stuff yeah. right now. So hey, my, Popeyes expensive, bro. Like real talk. Like, it is. That, what's, what's her name? The new Popeyes person. She needs to lower the price. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, our <laughs> radio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on Twitter. At Urban Sports Scene IG, at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on the podcast DC app. Yo, I downloaded the app, so I found the Urban Sports Scene show on, on the app. So to hear all to hear our show and, and all of the Empire shows, hey, go download the app. I has all for all the other great content. Anyway, this show has been dope. Will T, say what's up to the people. Say what's up. Ray, say goodbye to the people. All right, people. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene. Boy, edge eyes. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> Your fake ass accent. <laughs> hey, man, this is Hey, that was dope. That was dope. Kenny. Okay.